0: Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. Our desire at MOFPHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. What an honor and what a privilege it is to be here with you today at the Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Uh, my dad started pastoring here when I was a sophomore in high school. Uh, some of you, I call you my moms and my dads because that's, that is who you are, amen. I count Kevin and Amy Mooring as my, my mentors. They raised me up and blessed me so much. What an incredible staff you have here at, at this church. Can you just give them a hand? amen. Amen. All the pastors, all the volunteers, and what an incredible job this team did this morning. Give them another hand clap today as well. Amen. Well, church, today I, I keep hearing these words in my heart and in my spirit. and It is simply this, that revival is in the air. Let me say that again. Revival is in the air. I believe that with all my heart. There's a song that, uh, they sung a song by Elevation this morning, and Bethel wrote this song that I just sung today, but uh, there's a song that is called Revivals in the Air. I want to read those lyrics to you today, just real quickly. It says, I can feel redemption on the wind, forgiveness like the tide that is rolling in. Taking up the space where shame has lived, receiving all that you died to give. Let the wind blow, let the tide roll, till the earth knows you are God of love. Let my dry bones sing a new song, all the glory to the God of love. Verse 2 says this, I could see a valley of dry bones rattling, moving bone to bone. You breathe the breath of life into our lungs, marching on our knees, we march to love. And listen to this, revivals in the air. Catch it if you can. He's moving on the wind, the dawn is breaking. Lift your eyes to see. He's better than you dreamed. Everything you lost, he is love. Love is returning. 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 simply says this. And you'll see it on the screen here. It says, if my people who are called by my name, will what? Humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways that I will. What will he do? He will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Joel 2 says this, 28 through 32. says, I will pour out my spirit in those days and I will show wonders in the heavens and the earth. Blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Listen to that. That I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall what? See visions and also on my men servants and on my maid servants today i feel the headwaters if you think of a river they have what? Headwaters. I feel the stirring and I sense the stirring of the headwaters of revival. I don't know if you sense that in your heart. I know we live in a world that's in chaos right now. I know we live in a world that is scared and that is fearful. But what a time for God to move. Amen? What a time for the Lord to show up and to do great and mighty things. So this is what it's time to do. If we hear the voice of revival, if we sense that in our hearts today, then it's time to pray and seek his face. I believe you guys have been in a prayer initiative and in a prayer movement, correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor Jeff, that on, is it every fourth Monday that you guys gather together, you come in here, you pray, and you seek the face of the Lord. You pray for the nations, you pray for the region, you pray for your community. Those are the stirrings of revival. Havadashi, hallelujah. Those are the stirrings of revival that God is doing in this place. Church, when we look back on the great moves of God, we see where people were what? They were hungry. Say hungry today. Hungry. They were hungry for a move, a mighty move of God. We see where people prayed and sought the Lord. An example of this is found in the great revival that happened at Brownsville. Assembly of God. Many of you are familiar with that in Pensacola, Florida. In 1995, on Father's Day, the Spirit of God came in a mighty, mighty, mighty way. This revival lasted for about six years, and thousands of people were saved. Miracles took place, and many were baptized in the Holy Spirit. But this is what they did before that happened. Two years before that move of God, they were praying. They were praying. They were doing exactly what you are doing right now. They were praying and seeking the face of the Lord. James 4.8 says this simply. If you'll look at the screen, it says, Pray, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. But I want you to focus on that particular part which says, draw near to God and he will what? Say it, draw near to you. Say that again, draw near to you. I don't know if you realize this or not, but there is revival happening in America. I don't know if you're familiar with Sean Foyd. He is a worship leader, a, a man of God. He's a preacher. But right now, this is what he's doing. He's going all across America, and he's holding worship rallies. In Sacramento, California, not just a few months ago, there were 28,000 people on the steps of of that Capitol there. In Nashville, Tennessee, there were 12,000 people that gathered to seek the face of the Lord. In a world that is going to hell, there is a remnant that is standing out and saying there is a God that still saves and there is a God that still moves. Now, my question to you today is, do you still believe that? Yes, amen. He still moves, but it takes those to seek his face. When we pray and seek the face of the Lord, Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Prayer changes things. Prayer changes things. My my wife, Lynn, and I, we were actually married in this church in 2004, 16 years ago. And uh, I was driving, landing by here just the other day and just showing him around and said, yeah, you know, this is, this is where Papa Doug used to preach at. And I drove through the awning there and just a lot of memories come back to my mind and And I would just explain some things to him. And I said, this is where your parents got married at. And let me tell you this. There were people in this church that prayed for Leanne and I, that sought the face of the Lord for Leanne and I. Because when I was here, this is where God called me into the ministry. He called me into the ministry through this church right here because of saints of God who were praying and seeking the face of the Lord. I never thought I would be in the mountains in Hickory, North Carolina. But here's the thing, when we pray and seek the face of God, anything can happen. My son Ashton is seven years old, and and he's learning how to pray. And I simply told him, I said, son, he asked me, he said, Dad, how how do we pray? How do we do that? I said, simply, it's just talking to God. So I'll ask him, I'll say, okay, buddy, why don't you pray of our supper today? He takes his little hands, puts them together just like this. He so he'll say, dear God, Thank you for this food. Thank you for mom and dad. Thank you for my friend. Then he'll go on and on and on. And he'll talk about God heal my stuffed animal in Jesus' name. (laughs) it's, It's so precious to see a child seek the face of the Lord. And what a blessing to see these young people and these young men and women of God seeking the couple that joined the church today, seeking the face of God because the stirring, amen, give God praise for that. Seeking the face of God because the stirrings are here. Revival is here. It's on the way. It's on the way. Secondly, this morning, I want you to understand this, is in the midst of chaos, God is still on the move. He is still on the move. Some of the greatest moves of God were birth in chaotic time. In the scriptures, we see where Jesus died and he rose from the dead. And what happened? What happened? Many of you may know his, his disciples were what? They were scattered during that time. They didn't know what to do. They were, they were chaotic. But here's what happened. He, he came, he appeared to them. We read in the scriptures over 500 some odd times. And what happened was he ascended into heaven. Then he said, go and wait in Jerusalem in that upper room. And many of you are familiar with that story. I'm going to read part of what happened that day as the disciples were gathered. It says in Acts chapter 2, it's not on the screen, it will be in just a few minutes, the latter part of that verse. But it says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and one set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. As you read through that verse, you're gonna see where those that were hearing this, they scoffed. They said, they're drunk. But Peter stood up in front of the crowd and said, it's only three o'clock in the afternoon. How can they be drunk? Peter proceeded to preach a sermon to proclaim that Jesus Christ is the one that they crucified, is the one that they buried, but he is a risen Lord, amen? And he's here to save. He's here to sanctify today, and he's here to baptize in the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you what happened. If you'll go to that verse, please. I believe it's verse 38. That Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, ...for the remission of sins... ...and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit... ...for the promise is to you... ...and to your children... ...and to all who are far off... ...as many as the Lord our God would call... ...and with many other words... ...he testified and exhorted them... ...saying be saved... ...from this perverse generation... ...then those who gladly received his word... ...gladly, amen... ...were baptized and that day... ...about three thousand souls... ...were added to them... Talk about a revival. 3,000 souls were added to the church in what? One day. One day. You already have a mega church. You're already there. 3,000 converts came to know Christ as Savior and Lord. Here's the thing. The disciples weren't scared. They had the whole world against them. They had everything against them. They were scoffed at. They were mocked. But what did they do? They went and waited and prayed and sought the face of Jesus in a chaotic, terrible time. Church, God has told me to tell you this today with all my heart. Don't be afraid. Don't fear. Get your eyes. Yes, we have to know what's going on. And yes, this is a real pandemic. It is a real thing. But God is still moving. Don't let fear, don't let worry, and don't let doubt control your life. Listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Don't let that loud megaphone voice of the world just shout at you the whole entire time. Get out of the noise and listen to the still small voice of God. Do that today because God can still move in the midst of a chaotic and crazy time. The disciples did not let fear rule their lives. And I truly believe this. I I feel this in my heart, Pastor Jeff, that before the great return of God, that there's going to be a third revival or a great awakening like we have never seen before. I feel it in my heart. I feel it in my mind. Hallelujah! Now let me tell you where it's going to happen in local churches like this right here. You're gonna have people that are gonna come into this house that are broken, that are worried, that are fearing, that are drug addicts, they're strung out on depression because they're so locked up with fear. But God is gonna deliver them right here in this house in the name of Jesus. He's gonna do that. He's gonna do that. And I'm here to tell you, get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready in the name of Jesus. Now is the time today, thirdly, now is the time for a move of God. And I want you to know that you're not just a part of a move of God, you are a move of God. You're reaching people we can't reach where we're at. You're ministering to people, because I'm on the other side of the state. God has called you to minister to this community, this region, and this world. Who would have thought that, that you know, all of a sudden you're, you're, you're live streaming, you're reaching the world, through Facebook, through YouTube, through different avenues and things like that. You, praise God, we are able to do the same thing where we're at today. Let me read you this, what says in Psalm 5110. It says this, for us just to be ready for a move of God. says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And Matthew 6.33 says this also, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. And then Psalm 85 verse six says this, will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? Now is the time for a move of God. The Lord is saying not six months from now, not 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 until twenty twenty two now is the time. Now is the time. I praise God that I see a full house today in church. Amen, I praise God that today that you are here today and God is going to use you in a mighty way, even in the middle of a pandemic, God is still on the move. God is sending people like I said who are scared, worried, and doubtful but he's gonna send them here to be delivered and set free. The Lord is using this place, and I I heard the word of the Lord as I was going through this message, saying as a place of salvation and healing. I wanna tell you just a quick story here, real quick. I I was, uh, where I'm at, I I live in a small town called Granite Falls, which is just right outside of uh, Hickory, North Carolina. Our church is in Lenore. That area is, you have Moreton, Lenore, Hickory, Boone, they're all very close in the vicinity of each other. And just about a month or so ago, we were in a facility just very familiar like yours, and I had a dream one night. It was before a Sunday morning. And in that dream, it was as real as me standing right here in front of you. I saw the church packed, slam out. I saw we were back to normal. Everything was how it was supposed to be. And in the middle of that dream, there was a couple in that dream that I was trying to find. And uh, next Sunday, I was leading worship, uh, just like the team did this morning. And then and I saw that young man. He came up to the altar and was just praising God. And I felt the spirit of God in me said, you need to tell him about your dream. Well, I'm not going to tell somebody that I dreamed about them the day of. So I waited and I prayed. I said, God, if, if you want me to say something to them, I will. That following Sunday, I found that couple, went up to them. This is what I said. I said, look, I told them I explained in my dream just like I did you. I said, what is God doing in your life? He said, Matt, God is doing some incredible things. He's speaking to us. You just confirmed some things to us. So God is working in dreams. And I saw the church packed out. Something else that I saw about two weeks after that, we're building a new facility where we're at, a new, a new sanctuary, all that our uh, Living Hope Church is. And I dreamed that we were in that new facility and we were packed out then. And God was moving then. I talked with somebody else just, just the other day. They said, uh, they said, Matt, he said, I dreamed that we were in that new facility and that we were packed out then. Let me tell you this, we're gonna get through this. And God is on the move. Amen. God is on the move. God is on the move. Now, I have a question for you today. Maybe what you've been hearing me say today is, maybe you don't know what revival is. (laughs) Maybe you've never given your heart to Jesus if the the team will come this morning. I want to tell you that today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. You know, I believe the Lord has told me today to tell you, Mount Olive Church, get ready for a move of God like you have never, never seen before. But let, let it also be this, that there's some people here today that don't know Jesus and it's time for you to stop running. It's time for you to stop being scared. It's time for you to stop just running away from God. And it's time to fully commit your life and your heart to Jesus. Can we all just pray together today? Can we bow our heads and just close our eyes as we come to the close of our time together? Father, I thank you I thank you, God, that you are on the move in this house. God, I thank you, Lord, that you are just a wonderful, beautiful, magnificent, mighty, and holy God. Lord, there's some people here today that may not know you. Right where you're at today, I want to ask you a question. As they're playing softly and, and, and as the Lord is just moving, as the Spirit is moving right now in this place, I'm going to ask you two things. One, have you never asked Jesus into your heart? I never want to speak or get in front of an audience without giving an opportunity for somebody to come to know Jesus. Maybe you heard these words. You said, Matt, yes, I want to be a part of what God's doing. But first, I need to know him. I need to know him. If that's you today, every head bowed, every eyes closed, just right where you're sitting at today, right where you're at today, can you just slip up that hand very quickly? And say, Matt, I want to be saved today. I've never asked Jesus into my heart, but I want to be saved today, right now. Right now. Maybe you have ran from God. Maybe you don't know, maybe you did know Jesus as your Savior. But maybe God is quickening your heart right now in this moment, right now in this time, saying, Matt, I'm scared. This pandemic has just got me all messed up, but I want to rededicate my life back to Jesus. I want to give him my heart again if that's you today can you slip up that hand in this house praise God I just felt this in my heart today we're all just going to say this prayer together say this with me simply say Jesus right now I give you my life I give you my heart I give you my mind I give you my home I give you my job I give you everything. Jesus, right now in this moment, come into my heart. Lord, live in me. Be my Savior. Be my God. Be my King, now and forever. Lord, I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. God, for those that prayed that prayer, I pray that you will just swell up your peace in their hearts today in their minds today and God when the enemy comes to attack them Lord that they are guarded and girded by your word in the name of Jesus God I claim Psalm 91 over every home over, over every man every child every person in this place that you would give your angels charge over them in the name of Jesus God, I just thank you for what you've done in this house and what you're doing. God, I give you praise. I give you glory, God, for a move of God like this church has never seen.